Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. It's much easier to be a, a reasonable parent when it's sunny. Like, I don't care what anybody says, but if we lived in Australia, I'd be super dad. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Friday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with Ireland's all-important Euro qualifier against Greece. The boys in green are looking to get off the mark in Group B after losing 1-0 to France in March. The Greeks beat Gibraltar 3-0 in their opening group game. Stephen Kenny's got a few calls to make regarding team selection. Callum O'Dowd appears to be in line to start at left wing-back. It's up front where it's unclear what the Ireland boss will do. Is there a role for Jason Knight, for Will Smallbone or for Mikey Johnson? Will Michael Obafemi start or Adam Ida? We know Evan Ferguson will start and he'll be looking to add to the goal he scored in his first start in the 3-2 friendly win over Latvia in March. Stephen Kenny says the Meath teenager is full of confidence after his breakthrough season with Brighton. In recent form, he's in the team on merit and he's been our best performing centre-forward for sure in recent times. So he's really emerged and to score a goal on his first start can only give him confidence, I feel, you know. Um, and uh, I know he's definitely in the team, 100% on merit and I don't feel any pressure delighted to have him in the team. And uh, he's, he's a huge addition to us. John Egan was at the press conference in Athens with Stephen Kenny last night and he scored away to Portugal and Scotland from set pieces to put Ireland 1-0 up on both occasions. Unfortunately, the boys in green went on to lose both games 2-1. Greece defender George Baldock says his Sheffield United teammate Egan must have a magnet in his head because he always seems to attract the ball at set pieces. And Egan says they do a lot of work on set pieces. Playing for your country is, is the pinnacle, really, and you know having the feeling of scoring a goal for your country is probably the, the best feeling I've had. Um, you know we're we're a very patriotic country. We love playing for Ireland. Uh, we're blessed to be in this position, and you know as a centre back, if we can get up and try and chip in goals, it helps the whole team. Um, we work a lot in our set pieces, um, so you know on the night if we get a chance to, to go up there, we want to try and be dominant and try and make it count. Kickoff in Athens is 7.45. About 2,500 Irish fans will be inside the OPAP Arena, which has a capacity of 32,500. But only around 10,000 home fans are expected to turn up and see Gus Poy outside play Ireland. Greece are ranked 52nd in the world, three places below Ireland. Several names in the Greek side that we'll be familiar with. Liverpool defender Kostas Simikas, former Arsenal defender Konstantinos Mavropanos, now of Stuttgart. Odysseus Vlachodimos, the Benfica goalkeeper, is the number one. I mentioned George Baldock as well of Sheffield United. And former Celtic striker Georgios Yakamakis is part of the squad. He now plays in MLS with Atlanta. Ireland captain Katie McKay was in UCD today where Vera Pau's squad held an open training session as part of their preparations for this summer's World Cup. The Arsenal midfielder set to start training with the Ireland squad on Monday, as is Megan Campbell. West Ham's Izzy Atkinson's been training with the squad this week, but she's not in the World Cup squad. Aoife Mannion, who wasn't included in the provisional squad last week, has received encouraging news about the knee injury that she sustained with Manchester United, where she'll stay for the time being to get more treatment. It's still unclear if she'll be fit in time for the World Cup, which kicks off for Ireland on the 20th of July against co-hosts Australia. Before that is the friendly games in Tala against Zambia. That's next Thursday. And then France is in July and the behind-closed-doors game against Colombia, which is over in Australia. 
The Ireland under-21s will play their first friendly of the June international window against Ukraine in Austria this evening. Jim Crawford's side were meant to play earlier in the week a friendly against Gabon, but the African side failed to travel to Austria. Ukraine are gearing up to play in the under-21 European Championships in Romania and Georgia. Today's game kicks off at 5 o'clock. Plenty of European qualifiers tonight as well. Northern Ireland face a tough task. They take on top seeds Denmark in Group H. That's away from home. Newcastle defender Jamal Lewis is out. Manager Michael O'Neill is already without several senior players. Connor Bradley and Shay Charles are among the contenders to start in Copenhagen. Wales will hope to make the most of Croatia's involvement in the Nations League when they host Armenia in Group D. A win in Cardiff would take them three points clear of Croatia at the top of the group. Midfielder David Brooks could make his first international appearance in two years after recovering from cancer. Manager Rob Page says his recovery has been incredible and that he won't be pushing the Bournemouth midfielder too hard. To get him back involved with this group is not just good for us, it's good for him. He's taken training to another level and it's just great to have him back involved. Probably unrealistic to see him start for two games, but um, I'm sure there'll be uh, opportunities within the game then to... England manager Gareth Southgate will make a late call on whether to pick any of the Manchester City treble winners for tonight's qualifier away to Malta. Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Kyle Walker, John Stones and Calvin Phillips were given extra time off after last week's win in the Champions League final. All those games I mentioned kick off at 7.45. Spain will play Croatia in Sunday's Nations League final in Rotterdam after scoring late to beat Italy 2-1 last night. Former Stoke and Newcastle striker Hosselu got the winner in the 88th minute. Four players were sent off in a fiery game between the USA and Mexico in their CONCACAF Nations League semi-final, which the USA won 3-0 in Las Vegas. The game was also paused because of homophobic chants. Christian Pulisic scored twice for the US, who had BJ Callahan in charge. But there are reports that Greg Berhalter could return to the post. Drinks were also thrown from the stands, while fans were warned in stadium announcements that the game would be suspended because of the homophobic chanting. The referee blew for full-time with about half of the 12 minutes of the scheduled at a time still to play. The USA will play Canada in the final on Monday. They beat Panama 2-0 thanks to goals from Jonathan David and Alfonso Davies. England striker Alessio Russo is to leave Manchester United this summer. The 24-year-old will become a free agent when her contract expires at the end of this month. Russo was linked with Arsenal in January when it was reported the Gunners had a bid of more than €500,000 rejected by United. For that reason, Arsenal are the firm favourites to sign Russo. One of Pep Guardiola's assistant coaches at Manchester City, Enzo Maresca, is set to be appointed Leicester boss. The 43-year-old Italian would replace interim boss Dean Smith, who came in for the end of the Premier League season but couldn't help keep them in the top flight. Serie A champions Napoli have a new manager, as expected. He's French, but it's not Christophe Galtier. It's Rudy Garcia, the 59-year-old managed in Italy before. He was in charge of Roma between 2013 and 2016. Roma sacked him in January 2016 and replaced him with Luciano Spalletti. The man Garcia is taking over from in Naples. Obviously, Spalletti hasn't been sacked. He's decided to take time away. Garcia's most recent job was with Saudi club Al Nasser, who Cristiano Ronaldo now plays for. Les Ferdinand has stepped down as director of football at QPR after eight years in the role. QPR finished two places above the championship relegation zone last season. And Ipswich manager Kieran McKenna has signed the new four-year deal after bringing the club up to the championship in his first full season in charge. The Fermanagh native, a former Manchester United coach, had been linked to the vacant Celtic position, but he's committed his future to Ipswich. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball. The Football Daily 
on Off The Ball.